A very warm welcome to this World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome back to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Today I am very pleased to say a returning guest and a fellow World Game Changers director, Rebecca Wheel, all the way down from sunny south of England. Rebecca, a very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Listeners, I don't know about you, um, if you've had a chance to listen to the previous podcast that Rebecca and I did. In fact, we've done several previous podcast episodes, but the one in particular, being immersed in the present moment, what a gift. And I think it's fair to say, Rebecca, is it not? I certainly don't want to try and put words in your mouth, that that had quite a bit of quite a profound effect on both of us after the reflection of actually having that conversation, that dance that we decided we'd build on that and see where it took us for a second time. Is that a fair comment, a fair starting point? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was a a really great um, kind of uh, example of being in the moment, doing the podcast. And uh, there's lots that we can dive into, I think, with this, you know. So it's really good that we can do a um, a, uh, series. Is that what it's called? Series? (laughs) Mini-series, series. Whatever we can call it, we can call it a pink elephant if we need to. <laughs> what do you think it was that made that so special for us? Um, it's interesting because I was thinking about the uh, the previous podcast. And I haven't listened to it yet. Um, I haven't listened to it since since we recorded it, and I actually can't remember, or like I I don't know what we even talked about. Um, which is interesting because that's kind of an indication of that pure immersion of being in the moment in a sense. So perhaps that was a part of it. Perhaps um, perhaps we were exploring uncharted waters, new territory. I think that's always something that uh, is really interesting in a conversation where you're kind of dancing around different ideas in the moment. Um, yeah, what about you? What do you feel since that? Have you reflected on with it? Well, well, like you, I haven't actually listened to the episode, but this is not about remembering what was said. It was just that afterglow of, wow, what just happened there? You remember that off-air conversation we had around what just happened there? It was, it, listeners, it was magical. And I don't want to kind of just wax lyrical about the conversation Uh, or the conversations that Rebecca and I may share and the reflections, what I really want to do is is highlight the truth of the matter is, isn't it true that we all to varying degrees have these kind of conversations, even with what the outside world might label as strangers? How many times have you come across somebody, and I use this proverbial you know the little old lady at the bus stop the old gentleman in the bank queue or whatever it is and you strike up a conversation and then you go you know when you've parted company you reflect and think wow 
where did that come from? So, like I say, I haven't listened to the to the uh, the recording, but it was that afterglow and what made it so special. I think it was literally that that uncertainty, which actually is quite challenging because isn't it true generally yet again as humans we crave certainty we want to know what's happening we want to control the situation even if listeners we're not quite prepared to admit that no i'm not a control freak i mean ironically i've had this conversation with a lot of people and they've gone at great lengths to convince me they're not a control freak they're telling me i am not a control freak Mm, I think you're missing the point here by the mere fact that you're trying to convince me over and over and over again actually just proves the point. Yeah. Well, I suppose we're not one or the other, really, because we're always changing and evolving and shifting. So in on you know, in some moments, that need for control can be more than in other moments. So it's interesting that idea around, you know, people's reactions labeling themselves as you know I am this or I am that um I find that quite curious because I, I notice that a lot you know with 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 people and you know even with myself um at times um kind of identifying as a certain type of person and yeah we're, we're kind of we we constrict ourselves when we do that because you know we've always the moment is just always all we have so when you know we always we always have a, a a choice firstly in the moment and we're always changing and shifting so yeah any thoughts around that at all we are i've put a caveat on that if we have the awareness of what's going on around us because from my experience my perceptions my understanding call it what you will we are creatures of habit humans and i'm talking generally now we're creatures of habit and to use a well-known cliche we don't know what we don't know so life happens if we're not if we haven't got that awareness to change things and the fact that we can actually you know we can let life happen through us rather than to us but that's a question of awareness and that's self-acceptance and you know, I'm not saying that's a five minute overnight. So it's a nice fancy theory. Oh, and it's almost, you know, real sort of uh, schnazzy words. Oh, great. Let life happen through us rather than to us. I like the sound of that. Try implementing it. You know, and there's inner work involved in this. So for me, yes, this this kind of truth in what you're saying around that change, that evolvement. But we have to be aware of that. If we're going to go on a journey... We need to be aware what our starting point is and where our intended journey is going to lead us and be prepared to take those uh, those life-enhancing, changing steps. So I don't think it's quite as simple as, well, I mean, the truth of the matter is, yes, we have choices. We all have choices. But do we know we have choices? Yeah, so it's wrapped up in the awareness. Well, it all starts from the awareness, really, doesn't it? And Everything. Everything. Yeah. 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 So and this is why personally, Rebecca, I love these kind of conversations, these these dancers, as I call them, because there isn't a right or wrong. You know, there's going to be listeners uh, tuning in on this that are going to lean more to what, towards what you're saying. There's going to be those that are listening that lean more towards what I'm saying. 
and that it doesn't matter you know what the <laughs> the degrees there isn't a right or wrong in this as we know but it's conversations like this that raise awareness or if we can plant a seed for thought provoking mm, that was interesting didn't really get what he or she was saying mm, I need to look a bit further on that and that you know we've we've coined the phrase from from Richard Gerber many times that childlike curiosity I wonder what's really underneath the surface there but mm. there again when we go back to the six human needs model um, a la Tony Robbins listeners have spoke about this so many times when you look at us as humans we are creatures of habit and how many times have you heard that old saying better the devil you know stick to what you know best mm. that what that really is saying is control the situation and be trapped in fear that's my definition of what's really being said there and i say that with the utmost love and respect because i've spent decades in that space so do you find or, or is there um, an angle where we can look at control in a positive way? Are there any kind of positives to control? Uh, what, what, would, what would you say around that? Um, Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I'm not saying control and certainty is a bad thing. Like everything else, it's balance, isn't it? It's a bit like riding a bike, you know. We need some momentum in our life to create balance. We can't just sit on a bike. Oh, we, maybe if we're some kind of super duper gymnast and we've got that amazing balance. Yeah, probably we could just sit on a bike and not go anywhere and just maintain that equilibrium. I personally don't know anybody that can do that either literally or even metaphorically. Uh, we're not built that way as humans. We're just not built that way. And that's part of the rich experience, listeners, isn't it? That, you know, the tears, the elation, the joy, the despair, everything that we experience as humans, to know that that doesn't define us. It's just that, an experience. So to go back to your question, Rebecca, you know, if I can be allowed to paraphrase, is control and certainty a bad thing? No, it's not. But the big question, I suppose, that underpins that is, is it serving us? Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, let me use the example if I will. Okay, so somebody's standing inside of us with literally with a gun to our head. At that moment in time, we've got no control. The, you know, and when we talk about the six human needs, that stranger that may be trying to rob us and has put a gun or a knife to us, to us, they are become the most significant person in our life at that moment in time. Because our life is in that stranger's hands. The trick is to take back that control, you know, diffuse the situation, disarm and deflect it. So that no, that's actually, you know, in, the, in that sense, control is a, it's a self-empowering thing. And that's the big question I feel that we must always be checking in with ourselves. What have I just said there? What have I just done there? Is that serving me? Is it serving the person I've been dancing with? And they've taken the learning out of that. Mm. Yeah, it comes back to the awareness again, doesn't it? Because as you say, control we can use as something if it's serving us, um, but having the awareness to know, you know, what's 
underneath the surface of that control because it always comes from somewhere and you know understanding or having the awareness around where it's coming from and why uh, can really help us to kind of navigate because then we can understand if it's helping us or not yeah there's an old uh, i'm trying to recall this listeners from a, a, a muse i've seen in the past and it's something around ships and boats in harbors they look really nice but ships are not meant to be in, in harbors they're meant to sail to leave the shore to go in life stormy seas I think that's a great metaphor for humans as as humans because we tend to play safe. We stick to what we know best. We don't want to break through glass ceilings because it's unknown territory. And all the conditioning that we've had, be it from wherever, uh, and it usually comes from our parents for, for obvious reasons. They are, um, or shall I say our guardians or our carers, you know, from an early age, these are the people we look to, to nurture us, to guide us with the best intentions, which I think mainly, certainly from my experience, it is done with a good intention. But isn't it true that that senior influence, that significant influence in our life, only really guides us from a place of their knowing and their understanding. They're doing the best job that they can based on what they was taught. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it wrong. It makes it a case of, well, I'm passing on the lessons I've learnt. And of course, so, you know, we progress in life and we take the good bits out and leave the not-so-good bits or the perceived not-so-good bits behind. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that kind of awareness and that choice around... I guess you get to a certain stage in life where, you know, everything that you've learn or um even with school as well you know it's all it's all um your responsibility at the end of the day because I think that we can kind of go through life often there's a tendency to to put the blame outside of us isn't there you know mm -hmm. oh I've I've uh only ever known it this way or this is how I was brought up so I'm, yep. this is why I'm xyz um and yeah really taking that back in a sense, is this is one of an example of of the of the good examples of control. When you take back that control, is taking responsibility for yourself rather than the um, kind of putting the blame out there on the external. Um, yeah, and I think yet again, you know, not to labour the point, but it's a question of balance because I certainly went through a phase of you know I think when you've endured great trauma and uh, challenges in your life and I certainly did this you know my need for certainty was beyond certain I wanted and needed and needed is a better word rather than wanted wanted right. is superficial needed I needed to take back control of my life because of what happened in my earlier years yeah I felt everything had been stripped away from me boy was I going to take I wasn't aware that I was taking it back this is only as I've you know worked through it over the years that I understand now what was happening, mm. but I wanted to control everything, and what that was really saying is, please don't hurt me anymore, please don't take me into vulnerable places that's going to destroy me because I've nearly been destroyed over and over 
and over again and I can't take any more. So the best way for me to do that is actually for me to control or I think I'm controlling everything. The actual paradox is I was controlling absolutely nothing and making my world a bit darker. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose to to varying degrees, each individual has their, you know, um, experiences with the pain or suffering in their life. And um, yeah, trying to uh, trying to escape from that or, or run away from that, you know, by um, or control it. I guess is control uh, control not experiencing that again. Um, it kind of can get out of control by how that manifests then in your life without that awareness. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, the you know the irony is part of controlling is actually letting go yeah <laughs> i mean that sounds so ridiculous and count but it is you yeah, know, yeah. I've, I've listen i've i've mentioned time and time and time again and, and no apologies for repeating because i think it's such a simple but profound lesson that if we can learn those three three important immortal words and practice them and I remember having this conversation with Jim Britt a former mentor of mine you know the guy that was Robin Tony Robbins's mentor Jim Britt you know this guy knew one or two things about life yeah and personal development and having a conversation with Jim one day and he was uh, like a wise old mentor very gentle just gentle prodding and poking and he said to me what's the three most important most spoken words most powerful words in the world Paul and I naturally just responded I love you and he said thank you for that compliment Paul but no (laughs) (laughs) and and you know like all good mentors he'll keep you guessing and he'll keep you hanging around anchoring it in rather than just giving you the sort of immediate answer sure so he kept me going for what seemed like a lifetime was probably only about 30 seconds or a minute and those immortal words, listeners, let it go. Mm. And what is that, Rebecca, if not living in the moment? Whatever we spoke about 10 seconds ago, I don't even know what we spoke about. I've let it go. Mm. Because, you know, and it wouldn't be something bad between us, between us, because you and I don't dance that way. But imagine we're strangers and we've just had heated words because, you know, whatever, you've bumped into my car or, or whatever it is, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know why that made you laugh, but that's maybe, <laughs> maybe that's a private conversation. <laughs> but, you know, there again, listeners, look at that spark of humour out of a totally, totally ridiculous, innocuous comment. But it sparked humour and, and, and sort of light-heartedness. But Rebecca made a laugh by the fact it's made her laugh, it's made me laugh. And that's the joy of being in the moment. You know, what did I say about a minute ago when I said I couldn't even remember what I said a minute ago? I don't know. Because it doesn't matter, it's gone. In other words, I've let it go. Mm. Yes, and, and when you live that way, you feel light and mm. uh, free because we carry so much uh, baggage, don't we? If we if we yep. don't do that, and if we hold on to, you know, our mind wanders to this thing that happened yesterday and we kind of, we keep going back to it or thing that happened a week ago and we kind of think we can get stuck there and then we can 
take that on as baggage um if you know we we don't let it go and um there's such a lightness um to be experienced in life by letting go and just um i think that is such the you know the 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 key part of being in the moment isn't it because in the moment is right now and everything else is only ever existing in our heads because the future and the past we never we're never at the future and the past so yeah I don't know where I was going with that but (laughs) and it doesn't matter does it it absolutely doesn't matter listeners because you know how many times do it's like when we listen do we listen to answer or do we listen to be present yeah (laughs) we listen to answer yeah you know where was you going with that Rebecca I don't know I don't care because it doesn't matter the point is we've danced Mm. that's the point for us all as human beings learning to dance with each other learning to love each other learning to accept each other learning to forgive each other but that starts with us because how can I be like that with you if I'm not like it with myself yeah yeah because it all has a certain degree of attachment to the self any situation in life that happens uh is kind of a situation um like it can show you where you're not free or where you're attached to some story or some uh something you know that comes always kind of circles back there's always a a degree of the self in there isn't there in any kind of like situation like that always and that projection and that conditioning and all the stuff that we've learned over the years and that's a constant pruning exercise for us to keep checking in with ourselves and we do get caught in that past and you know and of and then that reminder of hang on this is not really who i am but yeah. we do get caught on that hamster's wheel because yeah. you know why listeners we've always done it that way and we're always going to carry on doing it that way better the devil you know you don't you want to be careful of change you know Oh, and then it brings in all the, you know, nice girls shouldn't do things like that. Big boys don't cry. You know, all rich people are crooks. And so we become part of that story and that script rather than, hang on, I don't actually want to read that script. Do you know what I want to do as an individual? I want to create my own. I want to create a fantasy story. Because that's all it is. The reality is the reality of this moment here and here and now. The rest is just stuff. Yes, there are experiences that's happened in the past, which we can take the learning from, but it's just an experience. And I say just, and I'm going to take ownership of this, listeners, you know, at the risk of being insensitive to anyone's plight or, or whatever that may have been, if I can be slightly self-indulgent, and take ownership and say of my past, which was dark, which was desperate. Yes, and there was an addiction in there, and there was suicide attempts in there, and there was there was all kinds of weird and wonderful stuff in there. But you know what? They were experiences. They were clouds in the sky that come and go. And some of the times in the sky was the sunshine. But as beautiful as that was, that come and went as well. The only constant was me. 
I have a choice. I have a choice how I see that. Is it cloudy every day? Or is the world a beautiful place? And under behind those clouds is a beautiful blue sky. Yeah. That's interesting what you say about the only constant because, um, you know, the, the thing that never changes within us is our true self, is our true essence, our soul. Mm. Everything else that changes and shifts and dies and comes and goes, um, you, you know, it's, it's, it's not actually us. It's not actually who we are. So, um, yeah, I think that's really uh, a good point about, um, you know, that thing that never changes which is our true core essence isn't it absolutely it is we are we are the sky we're infinite we're endless and experiences brackets clouds brackets sunshine come and go you know we have tears rain call it what you will but we are that eternal infinite sky mm. that is it the rest is experience but there again, Rebecca, to take us right back to what we spoke about at the top of this beautiful dance was unless we've got the awareness to embrace that, it makes no sense. It becomes a load of fancy theory. And where I challenge that from my own point of view with everything I've been through in my life is this fancy theory has not only kept me alive, but it's got me through a stage where I've progressed to enjoy a fulfilling, beautiful life now. Is it perfect? Well, I don't even know what perfection is. I don't know what perfection is. But I know I've got a beautiful world and a beautiful life and some amazing people and some deeply, deeply... Words fail, words fail. But just let's use the common term, very good relationships. Yeah. Any yeah. thoughts as we begin to wrap up? Uh, there's another word that you mentioned which I, which kind of landed with me was, was the reminders. Um, and um, I just feel that that's so important as well in the awareness, because, you know, each day we wake up and it's just having that reminder about the, the you know, what we've, what we've been speaking about, um, the awareness um, and the true essence of ourselves. And, keeping the reminders um always present in our lives um is important touch on what you've uh, just said now um about the relationships because everything in, in life as well is a relationship isn't it yeah. um so yeah that's also something that's uh good to be aware of and um you know not just relationship with others relationship with self relationship with everything really um yeah literally everything and for me and this is only my own model of the world and i'm not saying it's right i never tell anyone rebecca what's right and what's wrong the one that would be extremely arrogant and egotistical but what i like to do is have conversations like this and challenge each other and prod and poke and say well that's an interesting sort of model of the world you've got tell me more about that and can i be allowed to share this is which is how i see it and that for me is growth and yes Sometimes there might be tears and tantrums within those kinds of conversations, but they're growing pains. Yeah. Yeah, it's that mirror again, isn't it? To mm. kind of reveal um, everything in life, in a sense, is a mirror. Every situation is a, a, an opportunity for us to see 
you know see ourselves and um how we're being and what story we're telling ourselves and um so yeah um it's not always you know the tough love can come into it and Mm. um but but truth is so important isn't it in this because we we can get so uh caught up in our story sometimes believing that it's that's our truth when actually it's a, a, an illusion so mm. having having you know that mirror um or or people in your life that you can have these dances with these reflections with is so important in that growth journey so yeah you mentioned an interesting word there and i want to conclude this one rebecca where would i respectfully suggest we might have a follow-on episode and the simple word is trust because we're back to that word certainty if i put all my trust in another person am i giving my control away that's a scary place to be just hold that thought and maybe we can cogitate on that listeners rebecca and i maybe rebecca and i might have another dance around that this whole thing of control and trust and letting other people be in to be, to use a Rebeccaism, a mirror <laughs> for us. And we might not, when we're naked, metaphorically, we might not like what we see. But what are we going to do with that? We're going to turn on the person that's put that mirror in front of us and lash out at them. Just hold that thought. Rebecca, as, as I alluded to at the top of this, uh, this yet again beautiful dance, you know, as you know, you don't need me to tell you this. Maybe you need a reminder <laughs> that you are a WGC director. <laughs> Maybe you don't. <laughs> Maybe you don't. Um, but as your role as such, doing amazing things, just share with us some of the ways that listeners can find out more about WGC, some of the platforms and all that kind of thing. Sure. So the best way to find out more about WGC, well, there's lots of ways, but really the website is the main kind of hub, if you like. So worldgamechangers.org is the website address, and we can put it in the links below. Um, So we've got um, lots of information about uh, World Game Changers on there. We've got um, links to the books, links to the podcast, uh, many resources um, for people to check out. And we've recently um, started developing the podcast with a YouTube channel as well. So um, check us check us out on YouTube. And uh, if you can subscribe, that would be really, really appreciated. Um, we'd love to um, have your support. And if you can like and comment on any podcast, um, that would also be really greatly appreciated. Uh, so, yeah, there's many different, um, many different avenues uh, and uh, kind of resources. Um, for for everyone to 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 have a yeah to discover Mm. so there you have it listeners rebecca and i dancing again around being immersed in the present moment what a gift leave you to reflect upon it and i'm sure rebecca and i will have some interesting dialogue off here but hopefully not half as interesting as the next one we do on here so keep tuned and i'll leave you with this thought as i always do when we sign off Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond? Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. 
drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond?